I think the first time where you get, and this happens in every Amateurville slash Conjuring film where it's like the first night or something, and you yeah. see again a POV of the demon kind of coming out of its shit room in the basement and uh, wandering around the house to see what's going on. And um, there's a really good practical effect. It's fairly simple, but it's, it's very well done. Uh, where it walks past a uh, cross on the wall. Yes. So the demon is, is sort of pacing past this cross and sort of has a look at it, decides, oh, I don't like that. Uh, looks in the dining room and then the the tablecloth just sort of pulls off the dining room table and immediately right goes the- over and hangs and covers the cross. And it's really well done. I, yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah, just subtle, but... Well, I, I suppose it's not that subtle, but... It's it's not, yeah. I don't I don't know. It, it feels very tasteful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's like a very tasteful demon. Um, Pasolini yeah. would have been, <laughs> he'd have been sticking his nose up at it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff like that, and uh, there, there's a, there's a good fire a bit later on uh, in front of the church. I think. That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. It's, it, the imagery in it is all very good, and you got Burt Young kind of giving it his all. I'm uh, going off your goddamn it, you. <laughs> yeah, and and fulfilling the typical role in these films of the 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 dad, even when confronted with absolutely obviously paranormal activity, just not being asked <laughs> at all, not yeah. being asked at all that he's nearly throttled his wife or something, and then someone yeah. points out, wait, this is this is something evil going on. Just forgotten oh, about. Damn the, it, you kids! Yeah. <laughs> told, what, what have I told you about opening every drawer in the house at the same yeah. time? <laughs> it, it's a really odd bit of casting because I guess at this point he would have been hot off the heels of Rocky. Yeah, when, where he's yeah, when quite a nice kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty odd to have him in it. He, he does quite well, and he's definitely trying very hard. Um, there's he's another. Not, he's, he makes an impression. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that his his trousers are just stapled onto his legs because his belt is more often <laughs> in his hand yeah. than it is anywhere else. Any it's given like opportunities with the belt off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you get, and I guess they're they're painting that from the very start, like when they arrived. Well, first of all, I thought I, I, even even though I'd seen it before when I watched it this most recent time, I was like, oh wait, is he their granddad or something? That that he he doesn't seem. There's nothing about him that's at all similar to the rest of the family. He seems a lot older. No. He seems a lot more gruff than everyone else. And uh, I, I, I remember also, the... They're warmer to him at the start than I remembered. So much so that I assume the bad stuff that he does must happen in the house. But then it, there's reference to stuff that happened before. Like when he yeah. presumably beat up Sonny at some point. But they're all well, like, hey, daddy. And it's also, yeah, I mean, the family dynamic is also a little confusing right from the off because the son and the daughter, the brother and sister, seem mm-hmm. a, like a couple. Yes. Which obviously is, you know, kind of uh, becomes manifest later on. But yeah, it, they seem like a couple. And so I'm thinking, oh, wait, is this like a young married couple who are moving into this house and... And, and their folks this, are helping them. To, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a little confusing. And then this, yeah, so Bert Young as the dad uh, is instantly kind of horrible to the to the son to Sonny. He says yeah. something like, "I think Sonny says like, wow, what a beautiful house.'" And he's like, "Oh, you're saying beautiful? That's gay." 
you fucking you're gay or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's something like that to, to kind of emasculate him. He mentions um, that um that he had a he had a uh, he, he stopped at the shop to get a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bert Young was like, "What you think you're a big man? You're smoking your cigarettes." That's right. <laughs> you ain't so big. I can't like whoop you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, instantly antagonistic, and I, yeah, and I, I think I get what they're doing, but yeah, then it does make it a little more confusing later on when, yeah, when he, he starts getting violent with his family, and they're like, "Well, no, this is the the evil of the house that's making you do this." But yeah, because yeah, well, that's because because well, that again, that's that's what it what, until that point when he says to him, "What you're not." You know, you're not, you're not, you're not, your lungs aren't so full of smoke that I can't belt you, you yeah. know, belt it back out of you. And yeah. Sonny says, yeah, I know. So mm. implying that something has happened, but. Um, That's right. So, so yeah. And then uh, a bit later, the, the daughter uh, played by Diane Franklin, who I have bumped into <laughs> several horror conventions. She'll oh, really? always be there. Yeah, yeah. She's often there. Uh Bless her heart. I really like, I, I like Diane Franklin. I, I think she's, you know, she's turned up in a lot of things which don't get the recognition they deserve, but she's always there, giving her a role. Um, anyway, uh, she mentions at one point to him later on, the uh, to, to her brother, sorry, she mentions, mm-hmm. uh, I think daddy makes mummy have sex with him. Well, yeah, there was a, I mean, Thankfully, it's not. <laughs> Hello, I was gonna say. Thankfully, it was. It was. It never made the film. But what did make the film was hardly all that much more pleasant. But there is a part. There was apparently a scene where um, Bert Young did force himself uh, on on the mother on, on his, his wife. wife in a less in the back let's say oh. uh, so uh, so that's not there and apparently that's, a lot of that's the, the devil's door <laughs> I mean it's uh, you know maybe that's a metaphor of the room full of room full of shit where the devil lives and then he's <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for uh, symbolic Latenia Latenia <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy um, yes the rectum of the house um Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there was that that was actually because it, it does seem to sort of come out of nowhere. Because everything we see is that actually the mom is, you know, after he's beat the kids and sort of given her a bit of a throttling, she sort of comes yeah. up behind him and just like oh, you know, getting all kind of lovey with him. But then for yeah. the for the uh, daughter to say that later, I was like, oh, hang on, what? And but th- you don't have much time to think about it because almost immediately after she said that. Uh, a brother's telling her to get her kit off. Yeah, and apparently that is the other scene that was there and never made it out into the world. Um, is that apparently oh, that scene it? went on quite a lot longer. Oh, it went on long. I was about to say, it is in my version. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely there. Uh, well, that, that quite yeah. abrupt cut that happens, apparently, uh, once upon a time, it, it did not cut at that mm. point. Um I see. Yeah, because you, you sort of see them begin, but it doesn't get much much more graphic than that. But the, one, what I don't quite understand there is the demon's motivation. So that by this point, the demon has possessed the son, mm-hmm. and then the son starts thinking, "All right, well now I'm going to try and shag my sister." Now is that just the demon sort of generally corrupting the household for fun? 
before Ooh. having him kill them all? Or like, what's that all about? Or is the, de- I mean, did the it, demon it's... fall in love? <laughs> it, it, it Maybe seems the demon like was walking around the house. It fell in love with Diane Franklin and went, oh, I, I, I need to... I need to do something about this. I'm going to possess the boy, and that way I can I can have, start having sex with humans. Well, yeah, I mean, they they have some quite. Maybe it's only because you're now watching it, knowing what happens later. But some of, I mean, the early exchanges between the two were in the room with the windows behind them, um, are verging on inappropriate. They are, like. yeah, right, right from the off. They, are, yeah, yeah um, we're. Yeah, he says something to the effect, like, he's kind of teasing her about being... Am I your type? Or yeah, type like, or sort of are you good looking? Or, like, I think there's something about big tits. Yeah. Yeah, like, she <laughs> says you like them, yeah. Yeah, it, it is a bit weird. And again, it, it mirrors the scene, like, that That framing. It might even be in the same room of the house where the brother and sister are having, when they first moved in. It's the same as when the husband and wife, the Lutzes, move in in the first one. And have oh, a similar yeah, yeah. kind of conversation... Although the Lutzes are talking more about, like, oh, isn't it a shame all these murders happened here? Whereas the brother and sister in Amityville 2 are talking about tits. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, generally being a little bit inappropriate with each other. Yeah. So maybe it's the, all right, he had these repressed urges, then the demon got in him, and the demon allows him to. Well, there's, there's two lose things. his morality there. about it? I don't know. Well, on the. On... First of all, that that whole opening bit—I mean, as you said—it feels like it doesn't feel like it, it feels like a reunion. It feels like a, a bunch of people who haven't seen each other in years <laughs> yes, are does. meeting up to carry boxes into this house <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, it does. You're right. <laughs> it's the annual uh, box run, so they're they're gathered in this, uh, uh, you know, uh, neighborhood in the middle of nowhere, apparently. Mm. Uh, yeah, so, so that feels weird anyway. So it takes a while before you realise what the dynamic is. Mm. And also, there's a weird thing going on with the younger two, brother, because, all right, they're not doing that, but they are <laughs> trying to suffocate each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, 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 younger, the, cho- the children children, yeah, the, the younger yeah. siblings. Yeah, she's the younger, there's a scene where she's the, the wee one, the wee girl's got the plastic bag pulled over the yeah. wee lad's head. And nothing <laughs> comes of that. Well, it's that's not even, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, as far as I know, that's not even implied to be demonic. No, that's, in nature, that's, a that's just oh, that's just what these kids do. Yeah, <laughs> stuff get each other with so, plastic bags. I think the mum does. The mum put a stop to it. Does she go? Oh, you stop that now. I, I, but, she, but if she does, it's, in a, it's, it's just in a kind of you it's know, very offhand. Like oh, yeah, don't, you know, oh it's not. On. Yeah, it's like you're. It's yeah. like I just tidied that. But it's that kind of tone. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. But, yeah. but the other thing is that, that I think is is really. It doesn't follow a sort of linear. It it's hard to say when the possession of the title actually happens, mm. because I know there's that incredible sequence where he's being, yeah, first kind of. I think that's when it in. fully. Yeah, that's when it's supposed to have fully taken him over. Whereas before that, prior to it, that. It's the same in the first one. It's like, yeah, genuinely, you, you sort of feel a bit ill and start hearing, hearing voices. In it, but in the in Amityville too, he's hearing them through his through his headphones. His headphones, yeah. Through his Walkman, he's listening to to music all the time, and then he starts hearing a voice just saying, "Fuck your sister now." Uh, <laughs> which I which I wondered. Um, 
given the time, that, what, 82, th- this yes. would be around the time of the whole suicide solution and uh, playing Judas Priest backwards uh, yes. type thing, wouldn't it? Hidden yeah. messages in, in the music that your kids are listening to telling Absolutely, you to yeah. kill people. I don't, so, I don't know. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but it is odd. I mean, obviously they made some kind of conscious decision to set a, a time where he could be listening to yeah. something on his headphones uh, without being an actor. And just on the... I, I, I will <clears throat> say a wee bit about that recent redo of this, um, which I didn't even know existed until, like, literally a couple of days before we're doing this, I heard about it. Oh. And another Ramadaville film, and I just put it on because it was about the same thing, and I was surprised at how closely it actually was. But it there is reference. Somebody makes a comment about yeah, if you play it backwards, it says this. Right. You know, there's, there's there's a reference to, but I mean that film was made in 2018. Where people yeah. in 1982 <laughs> as aware of this, I don't know, <clears throat> but I think probably so. Um, it's also a thing. I remember <laughs> the last time I saw Purple Rain, which was a, uh, maybe five, six years ago, uh, I was struck by how just <laughs> much it resembles Amityville too. Uh, if oh, really? you look up, yeah, even Prince's house, like if you look up the house in Purple Rain, <laughs> it looks like the Amityville house. It's got really? the windows. Oh, I'll uh, have to watch it again. You've got the abusive father. You've got the... Prince is this young fella who is possessed by what he hears in these headphones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then this glorious kind of uh, eruption at the end. <laughs> Does the house explode? I don't remember. <laughs> no, but, uh, but 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 choruses explode. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, so I don't I like know if that's intentional um, or not, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was. Hidden messages yeah, I, I, in, the, in the music. There's, yeah, there's, I mean, there's some reason. Yeah, for for that specifically, um, mm. uh, but I, I do like how it's like you're never quite sure when it when it has taken place, and because one minute you know he's he's sitting at dinner and he looks at the mirror and it seems to crack, mm. and he seems to realize he's done it. He's not the least bit bothered, but then two scenes later he's terrified of nothing. Uh, yeah. So there's this kind of is he is he. Has it happened? Has it not it, happened? It, it makes you wonder if it's uh, if maybe there were some things that were out of sequence. Like, maybe, that, but it, yeah, it's they also might have just re-edited it. It's it's kind of, um, I mean, it's, I guess it's like it's like the although the film does not suggest this is what it is, but it it's like um, any sort of psychotic illness or anything like that. I mean, these, I mean, they don't. It's not just a linear kind of. Um, you know, voices getting louder and louder and louder. It's today, it's, you know, people are hearing all this stuff, and then the next week they hear nothing, and then suddenly it's back. So it kind of progresses mm. with that sort of logic, where yeah, because I think it's, on, yeah, I think it's implied at one point that months have passed. Hmm. I think it's it's actually probably around the time that he the boy is possessed and he's he's made the moves on his sister. Yeah, because then it cuts to her talking to the priest and discussing. Uh, she's in the confession box and she's mm-hmm. uh, discussing her sexual relationship with her brother, as if it's been going on for a long time. Yeah, because she seems suppose... to know his motivations for it and like what's going on. So it seems like there's been a time jump there of, of a few months, but I'm not sure if there actually is supposed to have been. Well, when um, when, when the priest does return to the house soon after that, after the. Um, it's snowing. Um, yeah, and he sees the the sister uh, 
but uh, uh, remind me the actress Diane Franklin. Yes, uh, and, and she's at the at the door as a. That's right. A, yeah, a, much like uh, Linda Blair appears to Richard Burton in Exorcist Two when she. Mm is when he is confronted with her and her she's all you know um in makeup and uh revealing yeah. dress and whatnot um so down frankly sort of looks like that um yeah. but so well i may as well then throw it in now because because she's relevant to this as well um so when i was looking up mainly just to see how many of these of the amateurville films i had a seen and be mm. heard of, and see have not heard of. So, so is there anything of note that I, that came and went? And I, um, and I'm I'm content enough that I don't need to see a, a huge amount of them. Um, but I did notice that in, in 2018 there was um, there was a film called The Amityville Murders, uh, which is about the the murders prior to the Lutzes uh, moving in. Um, and as so it's at the time. What I looked, maybe still is. It, it was on. I presume it still is on YouTube. Um, and so I, I thought, well, I'll have a look at this just to see uh, for comparison's sake. Um, so in that film, which was made in 2018, um, it is they're all called their actual names. There's, mm. They're not called Montellis. Martel, Montellis, I think, yeah. in Emmettsville too. But the real names, so they're using DeFeo. They're using DeFeo. Mm. Uh, and the Ronnie DeFeo character does not look like Mick Jagger so much as Father John Misty a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, and it opens with a sort of barbecue scene. They're already there because I think in, in the, I suppose in, in the real life, it wasn't like they moved in and then murders happened. Um, they'd been there for a while. Um, so they're having a barbecue and the dad is there. Um, and he's giving it, oh, you goddamn it, you hippie kids. What have I told you about? You goddamn pansies. And you... so he's giving all that. <laughs> and then Bert Young's there. <laughs> and he's he's granddad. So you were saying earlier about the oh. film that he was the granddad. Um, well, he's actually in, he's in the Amateur yeah. Murders. Oh, wow. So he's saying to uh, to this ersatz Bert, <laughs> he's like <laughs> kind of passing the torch to him. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, Hey, leave the kid alone. Leave the kid alone. Forget about it. Oh, what you gonna do? Look at him. He's a goddamn. So this kind of thing, always with the belt again. Um, really? Oh, and so, so there's that. There's then they go down into. Um, uh, it's not a basement as such. It's a well, maybe it's a basement, but it's a basement in like a kind of um, where a blogger might live. Uh, it's uh, it's all you know um, Charles Manson stuff and. Uh, Countercultural, <laughs> countercultural uh, uh, paraphernalia, um, right. and they have this kind of seance thing. And then the dad comes down and he's like, "What have I told you about these goddamn seances?" Seances. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you kids but with then, your Ouija boards and your fucking <laughs> your patchouli yeah, oils. You goddamn hippies! But then the mom appears, and then I realized, hang on a minute, she's very familiar looking. Um, and it turns out that she is Dan Franklin. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> so she's playing the mum. Um, I see. So, um, but yeah, that's, so, so it, it just kind of plays out. It, I, don't, I mean, uh, I guess it, it, of the Amityville hangers-on that I've seen, uh, it's probably at the higher end in that it's at least seems to be made with the assumption that 
people might one day watch it on purpose mm. <laughs> and maybe be nice if it was worth their while. Um, so it, it's it's fine as, as this stuff goes. Um, it's, it's just, but it, yeah, it, and also it takes the whole film for the possession to finally happen. Um, right. And yeah, it goes, the, pa- the pacing of Amateurville 2 is a bit strange because it seems like the whole film is leading up to a possession and then the family dealing with, with that, you know, yeah. in, in the house. But, um, yeah, so the murders sort of happen about probably halfway, maybe a little more than halfway through, and then a, it turns about, into a... Yeah, I think there's about half an hour left when the murders happen. Oh, okay, happen. all right, so a little more than halfway through. But, yeah, then there's it sort of turns into a completely different film for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, with you know, with him being possessed and being arrested, and you know, being put in front of the judge, and then the mm. priest trying to save him, um, breaking him out of hospital, breaking him, yeah. Uh, which I mean, it, it makes sense, but it's kind of it's a bit of a tonal shift. Um, it is. It's uh, it, it's it's massively it, so. It's um, yeah, and it's uh, to me, it's less interesting than anything leading up to it um although i i quite like it and i think the again some of the body horror stuff at the end with with the exorcism scene is pretty good um, yeah yeah i i think the the hot priest um what's his name the guy i can't remember who plays the priest oh he's um, a he, he's a he, oh, for a sec. he's a he's a he's a name he's a, he, he's a yeah he's been in plenty of stuff um but anyway yeah i, I don't know about that 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 whole it's a bizarre turn. That whole thing. Um, <laughs> it, it does feel like... Um, well, actually, I felt a bit different about it this time, but in the past, I've always felt like, Jesus, like, the 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 drop that happens between one scene fading out and the next one starting mm. is so huge. It, it is just like, like the first... Like, the film that was there just stopped, and that's the end of it. Yeah. And then some other crowd came in to to jumble together a sort of vaguely exorcisty thing to shove yeah. on the end of it. Um, I, I think it's a wee bit... I think there there are things that it does in that sequence, or that half hour even, that are weird enough to be still worthwhile. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's straight... Cause so, so basically what you've got is they move into the place. Um, uh, the icky things happen. The mum uh, becomes increasingly aware that there's something up. Mm-hmm. Although she reacts in really interesting ways. Um, uh, like, so when she first comes in, or near enough, she turns the taps on, and the blood yeah. comes out. Um, and she stands there sort of horrified, but not like necessarily screaming. She just stands there, mm-hmm. and then it turns to water, and she just bursts out laughing. And that seems really odd, but only because in a horror film that usually would not happen. She wouldn't just start laughing with yeah. relief. But maybe in real life you would. <laughs> that is the kind of thing you would do. Like when someone tells you really bad news and you get that nervous laugh and you're, oh shit, I can't be laughing at this. Uh, mm. There's a bit, so... But, so there's also a bit where, that, where something touches her in the basement. and she's, Yeah, she does that she, kind of... Yeah, she, she gets startled and then I think the sun comes down and she just looks at him and goes, someone touched me. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, you silly old woman? <laughs> but she's, she's, actually, hard. she's not a great actress. That, that, that I, I was going to say she is. I was, really? was going to say, yeah, oh, I honestly I think they're all, they're all 
I mean, she's she's heightened, but in a she's very it's, it's somewhere between kind of um, it's sort of between Margot Kidder and um, who do you call her in uh, possession? Julie. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <in> the, <laughs> yes, Margot Kidder and uh, Julie Haggerty from I, Airplane, maybe. Yeah, I. I, I <laughs> uh, Kidder was actually was also yeah a bit. I guess it's just a, a thing with the uh, with the the matriarchs in these amateur films is they're always a bit a bit too heightened, perhaps. Well, uh, she, the, I don't the, know. this one, so so this is one of the the things that I suppose separate it from The Exorcist. Uh, a the priest, okay, so so the mum wants a priest to come in to bless her. Mm-hmm. She seems to want him just. It seems like there's no task that couldn't. <laughs> be done better with a priest uh, <laughs> as far as she's concerned. Yeah. Um, and Burt Young's not happy about it. Burt Young's not happy. You goddamn priests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Which is, you know, for, for an Italian... Yeah, for an Italian-American, like, very kind of conservative dad, you would think he'd be quite happy about a Catholic coming in. Yeah. But, but d- it, does it mention something? This might be in the first one. It might mention that he's a lapsed Protestant. Oh, and maybe, I think that's I think that's the Lutz. I think that's the first one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, well yeah, and there's the the bit where the priest comes to like the bless the house or whatever. He's like, um, can you come in? in that room's uh, a bit cold. Can you? Um, yeah. Which, which I suppose you know, uh, fuel is expensive. <laughs> so, so if you can get a priest to come in and heat the house for yeah, you, yeah, you get some holy warmth. Um, yeah, but, but then, then the, things the, happen. The, the, He's um. Yeah, he's yeah, a couple the, times, isn't he? Before, um, before he decides, before he gets the hint. <laughs> see, the, the, see, this is the this is the problem with watching them both back to back, the first and the second one, and the third one for that matter, um, is that there are similar scenes with priests coming to the house. Because uh, I think it's in the first one that he has the the little water shaky thing. What do yes. you call it? Is that uh, the first one? The um, the. What the hell do you... Where you, where you it, throw holy water around the place. It's in the second one, but it may be in the first one as well. Um, where it turns to blood? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's also in the second one. All right. But, that yeah, because then there's the other time where he comes around at nighttime, I think, and a, a poltergeist blatantly fucks up the kitchen. That's right. And, he, he pulls and he's the... like, instead of being a priest going, all right, I, I better sort this out, that was blatantly a poltergeist, he goes, Burt Young's... <laughs> Bert Young doesn't like me, so I'm gonna leave now. Instead. And also, he looks he looks to um, Sonny's room, and the door slams, and he's you know that's without, right, yeah. And then he goes out, and his his prayer books ripped to bits. Uh, yeah. it's no use to anyone anymore. That's right. Um, okay, so that's all in the second one. Uh, yeah, that's a good scene where he where he meets Sonny for the first time, and Sonny's yeah, all there's that kind of possessed at this point or getting yeah. there. And yeah, no. uh, that that exchange with them is quite good, I think. Yeah, because it's not it's not openly like antagonistic. It's just kind of the the demon in the kid is sort of subtly saying, "Yeah, I'd rather not be around you, mate." But yeah, it's, okay, it, it, please go. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> and a wee bit of peacocking, maybe as well, just to kind of yeah, you know, yeah, check another rock. Um, but he hasn't made him sick yet. No, he could have just done that instead. <laughs> So yeah, so so the so so the third, the last third of it. Um, so we've got all that all that stuff going on, haunted housey stuff, um, sort of. Um, uh, and then the the possession of 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 Sonny and all that. Um, 
and then he murders his family and it's yeah. basically a leap from there straight into um Sonny's in jail and we get a tone which is sort of it lunges back and forward from a sort of uh, courtroom legal drama with yeah. a priest so a sort of Father Brown investigates thing um, <laughs> but then with this really blatant uh, exorcist rip off mm. there at the same time um, uh, I mean so I mean far more blatant even than some of the other Italian exorcist rip offs even Naked Exorcism or whatever you called it that was released as Exorcist 3 before there was an Exorcist 3. <laughs> before there was one yeah <laughs> so so yeah I mean the, the, so that that whole last bit feels it's not of the same it's almost like once Burt Young was out of the way <laughs> it was like well okay I can relax now. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't have to be in my best behaviour anymore for fear of a belting um, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll just <laughs> bugger around till I am <laughs> um, but there is stuff in that bit that, that, that makes it that, that I had never really noticed like they're just weird stuff like when the priest is in the cell with him mm. and he's shown him the pictures um, yeah and he's just kind of leaning against the wall, sort of all yeah. pale faced, and there's there's enough to to yeah. I think it's all but quite yeah, it's, good. Um, it, it is. It, it does go. But it's just a different type of. <laughs> it's a different type of thing now. It's a different type of thing, and it's yeah. it, it doesn't you know it doesn't do itself any favors by uh, reminding you of of the Exorcist, but yeah. At the same time, it does sort of underline the things that are different. Um, so, I mean, you, you can tell. I mean, there's no ambiguity in Amityville too. Uh, no, there's not a huge amount in The Exorcist, but there's there's a fair bit for a good while. Um, and the mum has to go through all sorts of things before she's yeah. finally um, convinced. And the priest takes a lot of convincing. Uh, that, that's another thing to mention about all, all of these films, including The Exorcist, is that the the Catholic Church seems to be really, really resistant. And resistant to the idea that there might be something supernatural ever going on. It yeah. always involves, there's a common theme of a priest having to convince his superior that there might be a demon somewhere. Yeah. And the, and the priest, the, the superior is always like, well, that's absolute nonsense, obviously. And it's like, well, hey, some of the stuff you believe in. <laughs> like, why is it so unfeasible that... If you know, presume, assuming you believe in evil and you believe in demons and all of this, that that one could be around. And I remember the priest in the second one, especially. I think even after the murders have happened, so this priest warned him, "Hey, there's something going on. I think the yeah. I think there's a possession." And the um, his, his be, senior is just like, oh, "Don't be stupid." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the murders happen, and the priest goes, "See, if I fucking told you, well, now we gotta get the demon out of this boy." And and the priest is still like, "Um, you're, you're suspended. You, you know, you <laughs> th- th- you're talking shit. This boy just killed his family um, because." And it, like, obviously, in real life, you would think, "Yeah, good. I, I would hope that they're not too ready to." The, uh, the Catholic Church isn't too ready to go around claiming demons are involved and trying to exercise people. But in the within the realms of this movie where something supernatural or unusual is definitely going on, you would hope that the um, you know, his his superiors would maybe take him a bit more seriously, but they, they seem really resistant to the idea of anything 
anything supernatural. Well, there was a there was a case in Ireland not that long ago um, where a defence of but she was possessed worked mm. um, oh, really? to get someone off. Uh, I can't remember how far the assault went, but basically mm. the, the male of the couple, male female couple, said, "Well, she was possessed, and I had to kind of do what I had to do." Mm. Um, and it stuck, and it worked. So oh, the, there was a sense that maybe. You know, as the church's influence shrinks and shrivels away, especially in Ireland, these ostentatious kind of shows of maybe they might become more common. Um, oh, I don't know. Well, don't it know. was definitely for The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, which yes. is the, the, the subtitle of it. Um, yeah, that again is based on sort of a, well, a, a real case where someone killed his landlord. And uh, then the Warrens turned up a bit later saying, oh, well, I, I think the Warrens had exercised his younger brother at one point. Um, yeah, that's, the guy it starts this. with uh, that, that going on. Yeah, um, no, in re- and in real life, apparently that's the truth. So then when they heard, oh, the, the older brother of that fellow we exercised killed someone, they turned up and said, well, it's the demon. Uh, the demon that we exercised from your brother has gone into you, made you kill your landlord. Um, yep. So we're yep. going to, <laughs> so we're going to mount a defense, which is that you're d- demonically possessed. So the the framing and certainly the advertising of the Conjuring Three is that the Warrens. It, it makes it look like it's going to be a courtroom drama. Um, yeah. you know where the whole legal system's on trial and. Uh, it and makes and it look he like says he says yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you think it's going that way, but then obviously you realize, well, there are limitations with what they can do with reality. In reality, the, they did very briefly try to claim demonic possession, uh, and it was thrown out before the trial even started. Um, mm. So it's kind, of, it's kind of funny at the end of The Conjuring 3 when they go, and the guy was sentenced to jail for... I think they try and make it sound like he was sentenced to jail for less time than you might have expected. Yeah, and but then they also distract you by jail for murdering someone <laughs> because demons aren't real. But um, <laughs> they distract yeah, you yeah. by playing the, uh, the 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 spooky um, abuse recordings over yeah. the oh, well, over that stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, we can get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, the the. Yeah, so the, the the premise of that, though, is pretty similar. It's that someone's done a murder mm. and the warrants are there to say, no, it's demonic possession. Um, but then in that case, there's really... Because it is a real murder and a real guy who I think is still alive, um, they can't then go and say... And then the court agreed that it was demonic possession. And, mm. uh, you know, they can't really do the whole legal courtroom drama. But, so instead, they have to <laughs> sidetrack by going, all right, well... Within the first 15 minutes, you never see the the courtroom again. You never see the killer again. And the Warrens just go off defeating ghosts by themselves. Um, and then at the very end... I mean, it's weird because the ending is like a sort of happy, clappy ending with him having built her a fucking... Like a little marquee or something. And oh, then yeah, yeah. The Warrens are in love and they're, and they're alive and happy together. The end. And then you get a caption reminding you, oh, yeah, this was all because <laughs> some guy killed someone. And, uh, yeah, weren't they going to like get him off because he was possessed by a demon? But there's no. some sort of... No, he um, just went to jail. Right? Yeah, there's something to do with... Uh, or Unless I'm mangling a bunch of films together, but it goes a bit true detective in the middle, doesn't it? When it's, you go, mm. they go off to investigate Satanists, Satanists yeah. and their doings and something to yeah. do with a young woman. And 
Well, the, there's this, again another bit of score settling from the Warrens, who were presumably laughed out of many police stations in that time. Yeah. Uh, where she goes to the 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 police, the detectives like, oh, there are these murders happening. I just cannot figure out how they're happening or what their connection is or whatever. And the Warrens wander in and to like kind of prove a point. I think doesn't Lorraine Warren like instantly solve the murder? Some unconnected yeah, she does murder. A, She's just he, like, he, oh, he, I'll do my psychic. Yeah, she does her um, her 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 fainting into uh, <laughs> yeah. into the truth. Uh, into the truth, and then the detectives <laughs> like, well, these guys are obviously, you know, they mean business. There's, 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 there's no- a, <laughs> the, yeah, there's a, the, the the bit at the beginning though um, in the courtroom where the which was used heavily in the trailers of the Conjuring Three was um, Ed Warren saying something to the effect of. When we when we take the stand in this courtroom, we put our hand on the Bible and we swear to God. Yeah. But if if the court will accept the existence of God, then it has to accept the existence of ghosts or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and you're and you're meant to think like, oh wow, that's so obviously they, you know, they made some kind of impact in this court. No, the truth is they made no impact whatsoever. So that's why the rest of the film has to be them running around doing some com- completely fictional. Nonsense <laughs> with with Satanists and ghosts and demons and whatnot. Yeah, no, um, uh, but they couldn't do that in Amityville too. So you have a similar. Well, sorry, in, in, no, they could in Amityville too. They had much more license because yeah. it was essentially a fictional story at this point entirely. Um, and they weren't. I don't think I, I haven't seen any trailers for it, but I'm not sure it would have been promoted saying you know based on the true murder that's a, case. Yeah, that's a good. Like that. <clears throat> sorry, good. Um, Whereas the Conjuring, I don't, I don't know. Whereas the Conjuring films that, like, when, more or less do present themselves as real. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously they're not, but they. There were reviews yeah, of of Amity that, that um, that that understood it to be a prequel. So Roger Ebert, um, says that it's not so much a sequel; it's a prequel. Um, <laughs> in his review, well, well, uh, it is yeah. So that's a straight. <laughs> he basically says. <laughs> He says, yeah, it's well made, I suppose. It's, the, the performances are good, I suppose, but this is nonsense. <laughs> That's his review. It's like, I don't care. It's, this is a little baloney. It's like, <laughs> I don't yeah, believe this. In some ways, he's not far off. You know, it, like, the, the very bones of it, I, I think it's elevated significantly by uh, visual things more than thematic things or, you know, yes. clever concepts or script writing or anything like that. I don't think much... But I, I think the I visual think stuff was, yeah. is so. It, I mean, that's 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 it. That's that's kind of, I guess that's where the point of it is. Yeah, like that's I what guess. it does. Um, the other stuff is just kind of to allow it to do that. Um, mm. Which you know, the, I guess there's arguments for that not being. Um, well, it's better than the Conjuring Three, which had neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't interesting thematically and it, it didn't look very good either no but yeah but but um it's uh i mean the, the conjuring uh, I, I quite liked the first two but i understood also why yeah, you, you even, did not you even like this you even like the second one the, the, the I, Enfield like one. is a strong word i <laughs> was entertained which is more than the third one did for me. Um, I was sort of entertained by, it, I suppose, like the 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 dog turning into a <laughs> springy CGI man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the, the 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 horrible guitar bit where Ed Warren busts out the guitar and starts singing. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, no, you're right. Fair enough. It's entertaining, I guess. The first one was... Uh, the first oh, one oh, is three just of them amateurville are... to me. It's not different. There's nothing different about it. I mean, obviously, yeah, there were some superficial it, differences, but I, I don't remember anything better about it. No, or, but, I mean... I mean, as far as this stuff goes, I, I don't think it gets better than... Um, the Amityville 2. It's it's icky and creepy, but it's also just fucking. It's like at no point does it, with with the exception maybe of how the narrative goes towards the end. At no point is the easy option taken. Um, hmm. So that's something about the. I we could have them just be a normal brother and sister, or well, yeah, we could, but make, they, we could they, make they, them uh, shag each other instead. <laughs> That, that recent thing tries to kind of have it both ways. So it wants to be more realistic. Uh, so the brother and sister have a strange relationship, but it's because they know the secret that um, great aunt, that, or, that, their, that their grandmother, Bert Young's wife, uh, she knew about this house mm. and about the spirits. But what is never mentioned, except for one quite witty, nobody, she, she doesn't say that, I don't think ancient Indian burial ground or anything like that, is ever mentioned, except there are some scenes that mimic the ones in the possession where the mum's walking about and, you know, drafts and mm. and the TV turns on upstairs. <laughs> and what turns on when um, Dan Franklin goes up is that advert, you know, the famous one with the fly tipping? So flies tipping oh, instead of flies. And the, oh, and the Native American turns around. <laughs> with the, and, the tear yeah, coming down. That's what yeah. comes on the TV. Oh. <laughs> and that's it, that's the last, but I, I think it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the TV cons- comes on upstairs and Diane Franklin and goes up and it's Amateurville 2 playing. No, that, that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. But it is that one would of have those been um, someone interesting to do. It's one of those things we, we, we'll probably. I mean, is that where. Is Amateurville where it started? That whole shtick, that whole ancient Indian. Because then it's in Poltergeist, isn't it? As well. And The Shining. And the sh- um, oh, yeah, and The Shining as well. So I don't know if The Shining book, I think, might have come out before. Uh, that it has to be, it has to be an old thing. I, I, I remember would... there was um at uh, at the the uh, the fest conference and festival Cine Access um, in 2021. They had a documentary called um, uh, it was a it was about um, indigenous uh, American horror, uh, mm. both, you know, films or or whatever. Um, I think it was called something like full, full native, something like that. Um, but there was a <laughs> one of them, uh, one of the, one of the direct. In fact, the fellow who made the film was also made horror films, and he said um, that you know so often the horror is from the perspective of the settlers, uh, yeah. I guess like westerns. Um, and he was like, uh, <laughs> he said, so you've got all these narratives where. Um, uh, you know, we, we move into this place and, uh, and Amityville happens and or poltergeists happen and uh, we have to get a, a, some hokey kind of uh, tourist attraction shaman to come in and sort of out. And he's like, he said, it's kind of like a film about someone breaks into a car and the car alarm goes off and they go and get someone who lives with the person who owns a car and they come and turn the alarm off and they all drive <laughs> off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose so. Well, I mean, but, uh, you know, extrapolating that even further, uh, horror films tend to be about, from the perspective of the settlers, 
you know, the people who move into the house, the ghosts were happy there beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> it's never it's from like the... But I suppose the, uh, there are a few films which have it from the other perspective. Uh, the Others being a good uh, example. Yeah, it was just... Yeah. I don't know, that was only in my mind because I... I, you mentioned it recently, but but yeah, that's mm. that's one where they don't like being um, bothered. Bothered. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I don't that's know why. Also giving away the ending, by the way. So sorry if you've never seen it. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Whoops. And then um, what's that other one? We are we, we are always we were always here. Something like that. That kind of. I was trying to remember the name of that. It's something um, like that, isn't it? That's the we one with the shadowy. Yeah, yeah. Ashy, yeah. On fire. Yeah. Because that Amberville murders has things that look like that um nah. it also uses at the end of it what i assume are crime scene photographs so there's like your mm. real life photographs and i mean that's a bit um yeah that's easy that. i don't know if he was involved with the mob but he does look like he probably was in the ira <laughs> <laughs> so but hmm. but yeah i remember um like whenever I was uh, one of the first times I became aware of what people thought about Amityville too. Um, yeah, presumably maybe you still get them. Um, you remember the big Time Out film guide? Um, big yeah, yeah. Phone book of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had that, um, and the review of Amityville two from the time was in there. And I looked last night; it's still online, except now it's uh, got a twenty twelve date on it. But um, mm-hmm. basically, what they said was, "This is awful." Um, it's basically a film about a bunch of slobby working class uh, jerks getting you know, shot out of a house they didn't deserve to be in in the first place anyway. That's basically all it's like. Um, <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> it's like there's, Is that there, your it's interpretation like, of it, perhaps? Their, their interpretation <laughs> was... Um, uh, oh, wait a is that, I mean, yeah, is I mean, that I mean, your interpretation so of what they said? Because it doesn't no, sound like they would get away I, with that. No, because I, I know it doesn't, <laughs> but, I, but I I quoted it to myself in a, in a okay. Um Well, I've, it was a very short review, but I've quoted the bit where they said, noisy working class Italian Catholics who don't deserve to live in a Long Island wasp mansion, even one where blood comes out of the kitchen taps from time to time. Awful. So they weren't saying that oh was their opinion of those characters. They were saying that's the film's opinion of those characters. Um, oh, I see, right. There are a bunch um, of slobs who shouldn't be there anyway. Uh, I, don't I don't think, I think that's that. really... I don't think that's really in there. The other thing about it, and I didn't know this until recently either, like we were saying about Evil Dead and did it come out before, and um, because so much of what this does is the same stuff that Evil Dead gets, um, you know, rightfully uh, praised for. Mm. But apparently, the day, or I guess it must have been... Uh, when when critics were seeing Amityville two for the first time, the other film they were seeing that day was Evil Dead. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I guess you can see why that one might have um, made one out Amityville two look a bit. You know. <laughs> but am I right in remembering that Evil Dead when it first, so when it first appeared, it wasn't particularly well well received. It took a little while. I, I, I honestly. I, I think it was. I I, I thought it, it was pretty. Was it like well. an overnight sensation, or did it take a little a little minute? I'm not sure. It probably had had notoriety. I just I, 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 maybe the only reason I think that is because my dad apparently went to see it in London with with Sam Raimi there, and oh. he said that he went up and talked to Sam Raimi afterwards because no one else went wanted to talk to him. 
<laughs> wow. Like, like yeah. because they were like, what the hell, you know. It get, Maybe it just gave me the impression that, all right, Evil Dead wasn't beloved at first. Maybe it took a little while. But that could also just be my dad having a weird story. Maybe it wasn't Sam Raimi he went and talked to. Well, maybe I, he assumed it was. But it wasn't. Maybe that's why no one was talking to him, and maybe that's why my dad had that impression. He went to see Evil Dead at the cinema and went and talked to someone afterwards <laughs> who no one else was talking to, and you sort of turned that into the time that he recognized Sam Raimi's genius before anyone else. <laughs> I'm going to have to challenge him on that. That, Yeah, that could be... I, I honestly don't don't know. I always, <laughs> I always just assumed... Like, I can see the Stephen King quote <laughs> which is now, you know, ubiquitous. It's on everything. It's, uh, mm. you know, anything in this room. There's a bottle of apple juice. It's probably got Stephen King put on. <laughs> um, it's, it's <laughs> so, and also, uh, my friend, I don't know, I've seen him all the time, uh, Graham Humphreys, the uh, mm. the artist who who did the poster for, for Evil Dead. Um, uh, I remember him talking about... Um, the impact of it at the time because he got the job to do that artwork that was he said it was him and one other person who were up for it um and he was the only one of the two who made it through the film because the other one <laughs> left uh so so that's how well it was partly why he got that gig so well presumably sam Raimi was there too because he was at he every was screening and well. <laughs> every screening in england apparently did Graham Humphreys get the gig because Sam Raimi was standing by himself in the lobby, uh, just waiting for someone to do the artwork for it? All right. Well, I don't know. Is 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 that about? I felt like uh, I felt like there was more to say about Amityville, but maybe there wasn't. I, th- I think the problem is is that we both like the second one and don't seem to have much good or much of anything to say about the other two. Well, the other two about in the, the main, yeah. yeah, in the main trilogy, anyway. Um, well, I suppose that that's that's the thing. Like, well, uh, I I I don't know when when it branches off to become something mm. else to become other films. Because I I I know I was fairly old before I saw the third one, and it was well after I had already, you know, come to feel the way I feel now about yeah, the second. I hadn't one. seen the third one um, until about a week ago. I remember I'm not nothing about it. I barely remember anything well, I remember the fourth one coming out on video um, when I was wee. I remember I was allowed to hire that out. And I think it, it was the first of the kind of, um, it's not the house, it's this thing that was yeah. in the house. So I think it's, I've read that it's a lamp. I thought it was a mirror, but apparently a later one it is a mirror. Um, but yeah, so there'd be a lot of uh, that sort of business. And then there was a, there was a, a sort of, I, I never, I never saw the whole thing at the time and now I can't find it in my copy anywhere um but there was a documentary called my amateurville yep. horror i say documentary <laughs> yes. um it seemed yeah <laughs> it, i i that's i mean i don't know how far from there it travels as it goes on but um i know that what i saw of it, it was you know basically uh the youngster was it young the youngster of the lutzes oh i'm Daniel, not sure what, is that right does that make sense Anyway, he's 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 telling you about his um, what went on mm. during that time during those hauntings, and there's some photographs. I know there is a photograph that does the rounds from, but there was ones that I hadn't seen outside of this film, and they were actually quite creepy. Um, so you get stuff like that, and then you know that that thing, and then there's ones where it's the dollhouse, and there's, um, it's just yeah, it's a, it's a, 
it's 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 bizarre. I don't know how you would go about. Um, I mean, I've heard people say there are like 18, 19 <laughs> films, but you know, where are the official? I don't know if anyone has the rights to. Presumably, whoever made the remake, yeah, had the. Yeah, I would say they're all official. The first three are official, in so far as I think they were all produced by Dino De Laurentiis, and I think after that, mm-hmm. he was no longer involved. Well, the fourth one does have um, four at least, so at yeah. least tells you that it's coming okay. from there. But it was a it was straight mm. to telly. Um, I uh, I don't know if uh, I, I guess it's kind of like the Omen yeah. Four. Um, I didn't know uh, there was an Omen Four. There was a TV. Unsurprisingly, it rarely um, it rarely shows mm. up in the box sets or anything. Although it did show up in one Omen Four: The Awakening. I think it's Damien's daughter. Uh, mm, there. <laughs> um, Damiana. 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 So, I mean, as, a, as an Amityville film, it is clearly... It is... There are, like, it's... There are more miles between Amityville and the moon than there are between the quality of that film and the quality of the rest of them. Um, so, so there's that. But as a possession film... I, I can't really think, aside from The Exorcist, like, because it, 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 I, I mean, I don't know, people always talk about how The Exorcist was, it's kind of like you were saying about the scenes where they're contesting, and um, I mean, The Exorcist isn't anywhere anything like as a, a sort of a Catholic to the rescue film as this mm. is. Um, and it's, uh, the one thing that, that kind of leapt out because I had watched The Exorcist recently was um, the extent so initially you're with in Amityville too you're with the demon um, prowling about and you're kind of you're there's a kind of surveillance mm-hmm. element so like it moves mirrors about so it can see yeah, down the yeah. hall and you can see um, and then you're with him as he goes around um, the house with the gun whereas in The Exorcist it's the reverse it's like the demon isn't watching mm-hmm. anybody else it changes depending on who is watching it yeah. kind of thing um, so like when the mum comes in and everything's going mad and it starts speaking with the voice of the actor or the, sorry, yeah. the director that she thinks Reagan killed or the priest comes in and it's her mum and whatever else um, so so there's, there's that I suppose uh, that, that distinguishes the two um, uh, 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 but yeah it's, it's, as, as possession stuff goes um, I, I can't really I don't know which of those two is I would say is better. Um, the Exorcist, but I know probably. Well, the it Exorcist is. probably is better. You know, um, <laughs> I think I think that's almost <laughs> provable. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, Amityville Two is is a lot more interesting. Again, when you first recommended it to me, I was kind of dreading it, thinking like, oh no, because yeah. But no, it has a lot more going. Well, yeah, understand it. Yeah, there's no reason to think it would be anywhere near as interesting as it is. And when I say interesting, I really mostly am talking about yeah the the aesthetics of it and things that it does cinematically, mm. uh, rather than the story itself or the script. I, I suppose it, it, the, throwing that incest subplot in there is pretty interesting. I don't think it's particularly good. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily a good thing to happen there, but it's yeah, it's uh, certainly surprising, and it, I think 
even watching that today where, you know, uh, horror delves into dark places every now and then and there's kind of a sort of emerging trope of horror being a representation of trauma now. And um, I think even today people would be kind of surprised to see that incest stuff in in a horror movie about a demon. Um, It's true, yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's there. It's, <laughs> it's there. absolutely there. And outside of a kind of outside of Terrifier and its kind of like radius uh, business. I mean, oh, what, are, incest, you mean? With, with, outside of films and that radius. With the dad drawing his, his daughter's tits? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking of things that, that you wouldn't possibly expect. In it. And the other thing is, is when he's during the, 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 the murders, um, just the, the, I guess, the, the amount of. Uh, attention and and the amount of time you're spending with children in peril mm. prior to their murder. I mean, there's a shot of him kicking one of their legs as it's yeah. and whatnot. Well, uh, um, yeah, actually, the, we, we haven't really talked much about the murder sequence itself in Amityville 2, where he kills his family, because it does involve him killing two mm. uh, really young children, which is still to this day kind of a taboo yeah. to see. Yeah, that's that's what I was trying to sort of outside of the kind of deliberately you know button pushing mm. terrifier type thing which this isn't I don't think you couldn't say no. it's the same sort of thing even in terrifier um, in something in like terrifier, this you, you don't see him kill any children you know I mean obviously teenagers are a little different well doesn't they shotgun the kids at that in, uh, uh, tummy gun them they're tummy not children the, though they're played by adults yeah. they're just dressed kind of childlike and acting I suppose kind of childishly Maybe the kid at the table. There's one wow, child in that sequence is at the table, and maybe yeah, you don't. I don't think you see him get shotgun, uh, Tommy gun. Um, I don't think okay. so. I think I don't well, think you actually see children getting getting killed. I, I think seeing a child get shot on screen and die uh, is still fairly rare. I remember Assault on Precinct 13 has a scene like that, and it was considered really. Um, shocking or surprising at the time and I think mm. it still would be I think I was watching Amityville 2 again I was kind of uncomfortable during that sequence because I'm like oh god yeah they he does go and kill those children doesn't he but mm. <laughs> you don't you do kind of see it too it's not I mean they, they cut around it a little bit it's a bit obviously they're sensitive about it but um, but yeah it's right there I mean that, that whole sequence is is it's mm. phenomenal. It's, the the way even because um, it's one of the times whenever that whole thing of, of whether the demon is watching what's going on or whether what's mm. going on is watching it, it kind of goes back and forth. So like the the younger boy is mm-hmm. watching as the mom's being shot, and then it he kind of ducks out of the frame at the same time as Dan Franklin yeah. comes in yeah, at the other yeah. side. It's, it's just it's it's incredible. It, I mean, the whole thing, it, it looks like a lot mm. of work. <laughs> it's like exhausting. Yeah, Jeez, and it, go, it goes on a good long while <laughs> as well. It's, it's not him like running yeah. around chasing like in a typical horror movie way. It's very slowly just kind of walking through the house, dispatching mm. them all one by one. But yeah, it, it's, it's good, that, that bit, I think. I mean, it's, it's horrible, but it it's has good. A, it has a... It feels mm. ill. <laughs> yeah, it's a film that no, feels yeah, ill yeah, with, with all the because uh, they they do this in the first one too with uh, George Lutz's kind of 
you know, physically unwell for a lot of it as he's being corrupted by the influence mm-hmm. of the demon or whatever. Um, but in this, yeah, in this one, you really do get the that kind of like fluy, fevery. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks like he's always sweating. The kid, you know, he's always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, that that bit with his stomach going on mm. is like a bit uh. drenched. It's like, I think that's maybe why the the last third initially for the first few times I saw it, got in the way because it breaks that. It's less ca- uh, claustrophobic. Yeah, they're not extent. in the house anymore. And, yeah, yeah, it's all sort of brighter as well. It's like an antibiotic has appeared. You didn't yeah. want an antibiotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's good. So if, if there's anything to take away from this. Uh, this episode, I suppose, it's uh, if you haven't already, give Amitable to the possession a try. Don't don't worry about the others, really. I wouldn't bother yourself no, unduly with them. Because uh, also, in some ways, Amitable Two is, at least for the first third, if not half, it's kind of the same as Amitable One for all intents and purposes. It's so I mean, it's better. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's more more interesting. All the atmosphere that there should be yeah. in the first one. Clearly, was saved yeah. up for this one. A- Amitable, which has more the f- atmosphere. Yeah, than the first Amitable is really, really boring. I, f- I find, I find it really boring hmm. and repetitive. And certainly, especially now, like I can imagine, maybe in the seventies, it might have been kind of exciting. But especially now that you've seen so many clones of it, whether they have Amitable in their name or not, hmm. there's really not much point, and it's not good enough to stand up on its own merits. It kind of just blends in. All those others, yeah. No, the only way it really would work is if you believe, first mm. of all, that it's true. And I suppose if you also believe Mrs. Uh, Warren's comment about anything associated with the house having some sort of evil in it, because then it might have as well, I suppose, uh, it is, mm. that might spook you a well, bit. None, uh, none of these mentioned the, uh, the house after the people who bought it after the Lutzes have lived there for a very long time and mentioned that nothing at all unusual is going on. But I, I suppose, no. you know, they... How do we know they're not demons? Well, The people who are currently I mean, in the house it. saying, no, nothing to worry about here. They could be possessed by demons. Which is... Yeah. I love, see, the demons, they, they, they're, they're in that kind of thing where they it's false modesty, mm. but then whenever something else starts getting credit for it, they're like, oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, it was me. Look. Yeah, it's funny. They, they, they yeah. either want to hide themselves and not be and... known at all, and uh, you know, do whatever they can to 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 ensure that no one finds out about them, or they're being very, very blatant about it. But yeah, you can't quite tell their motivations. It's the same in uh, no, and, and with the Amitabha House too. It's like, all right. So this is an Indian, some kind of Indian burial site, or something along those lines. I'm not sure if they say burial ground. Actually, I think they might just say. It's, it's like um, it's some sort well. of religious. It's like yeah. a sacred. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's something. Yeah, that line. It's, I don't think it's. But, it's a, it's it's like um in Ireland it's like uh getting rid of the the hawthorn tree or the right. fairy tree. It's that kind of thing. It's like you can't touch that because that's you know got uh, spiritual, yeah. mystical. But they've but someone's whatever. built a house on it, so now the Native American spirits are angry. But it definitely seems. I suppose what's a little different in the movies anyway it seems as though it's a typical Judeo-Christian demon just because of how it interacts yeah. with the uh, the Catholics the, the religious figures you would think that a 
genuine Native American, you know, kind of pri primal pagan and uh, deity of some kind wouldn't really be bit that bothered about who was coming in with their Jesus. But well, yeah. well, then again, I mean, Jesus had a lot to do with them. <laughs> Again, you know, I think, I think, think just, sort of, they were quite fond of just think the, 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 the settlers. Well, yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like, oh, well, this is associated with the kind of people who come here. But it doesn't. It doesn't read that way. It doesn't read like, oh, this is a clearly a Native American spirit. Cause you can read a bit about them, and they're kind of interesting. No, but it, it, no, this is this is an exorcist one. Yeah, and it, it clearly knows hmm. what Jesus is. Because it's hissing at that yeah. one on the wall, but Jim Morrison's up there with the oh, same pose, <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't throw any sheets at him, so he knows the difference. Good point. It knows the difference. Yeah, you just think it, it wouldn't really be bothered uh, either which way, but I don't know. So so it's also accepting these films that the the power of Christ is real, and um, yeah, more so I would say than the Exorcist. Yeah, does. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, the, the, yeah, the exorcist has a much more the priest here wins kind of yeah. He's so yeah. I guess he channels the demon into himself. Um, but there's all, sorry, one more kind of unrelated, but sort of fun. Uh, one of my favorite aspects of Amityville Two is this, this hot priest who eventually comes and saves the day. He's got this mate, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got this friend. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't really serve any purpose except to he takes some camping or like they, they sort of go yes. off into this sort of ca the cabin with bunk beds and that's why he's yeah. unable to answer the phone when Diane Franklin is trying to call him saying you've got to come here my brother's possessed and he's gonna because um, yeah. he's up, he's he's up with his mate him. Camping in this little cabin, and then you think, all right, well, fine, maybe they needed a reason for him to go away. But then this mate keeps cropping up again and again, never really doing anything. Just he's there at the the grave, isn't he? Is he yeah. there at the, whenever they're? Um, yeah, he's all. Yeah. I think he turns up at the house at the end, or he turns up in the church trying to find him, or something like that. But he's, he's just sort of all over. Yeah, something, for no yeah. real reason. I, I I just thought it was quite nice. It was quite funny. All right, we have a character that's pretty much pointless, but he, he's sort of. It's just sort of funny. It's kind of hard to explain without seeing the film. But if you watch the film, <laughs> you'll be like, "Oh, hang on, this guy's here again," and he's not doing we'll see, we'll see anything, we'll but he's just always here. He's friends with this priest. He doesn't really no, influence. Doesn't influence the plot, the week, uh, except for taking him away camping, which is also a bit. Uh, you know what are they doing? Because uh, I don't think they have a. They, they <laughs> go off to this place. This like very small cabin with bump birds, but that's all you see them doing. Um, I don't know if they they're, they're yeah. not going hiking or anything. They're dressed. I think it, he's still dressed in his little no, priest. You know, he's got his little dog collar on. So like, what are you doing? Exactly, and they're priests. Their whole life is camping. <laughs> they live in a house that is not their own. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. In, in Amityville too, it seems like this priest is always just in his office. I think that's where he lives. And he's got a little bed. That's where, yeah. That, but yeah. I don't know if it's common for uh, Catholic priests in the U.S. to live in the church. But that's what it seems is happening here. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So like, like a. Well, usually you've got the, 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 the parochial house or whatever you want to call it uh, attached yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. But yeah, he does seem to... He's certainly not like um, 
Karas in The Exorcist, <laughs> who has this kind of soft cell yeah, looking bad yeah. going on. Nice but, and grim with, with his mum. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. or uh, the the other one, Father. Uh, who's the main? Max von Sydow. Who's the, um, Father Merrin? Oh, who's Merrin. Just jet setting. You know, he's got quite a quite an attractive life. Going off to Iraq yeah. and looking at I demons and yeah, Pazuzu's and <laughs> I actually uh, I there is uh, there's a bit. <laughs> This is of interest to nobody. That's a good title for this episode. This is of interest to nobody. Whoops. There's a bit where Carlos is... Uh, one episode about terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's a bit where he's listening back to the tape, you know, that where it's English. It's backwards. And he's listening back and it's going... Aah! And I was like, Jesus, it sounds a lot like Jello by Afra. <laughs> and because I've been listening to a lot of Dead Kennedys recently, because Ulysses, My Bearded Dragon, developed a fondness for for certain Dead Kennedys right? songs. Um, so then every time I hear Moon Over Marin by the Dead Kennedys, all I can hear is Moon Over Marin, of course. Fantastic. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if there's anything kind of... Is there anything <laughs> we can do with that? <laughs> that that's a... That's a tentacle too far, <laughs> as far as alternative tentacles go. Well, on that on that bombshell, uh, I don't know. I think I think, I think that's probably Amethyst told. I, I feel like there's probably more to say about the the conjurings, but I feel like maybe that could be tied into something else. Maybe, uh, well, Ghostwatch can tie into the Conjuring too, because they're both yeah loose adaptations. <laughs> Of the Enfield haunting. If anything, somehow Ghostwatch, which claims no direct correlation to the Enfield haunting, is a more faithful adaptation than The Conjuring is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The only it recreates that photograph. Mm. The the objects the flying around. Girls. Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. It doesn't. Um, that's different. That's uh, that's not the no, same thing. Whereas The Conjuring um, Two is saying yes this is the the enfield poltergeist and <laughs> by the way while we're at it it was when the dog turned into a crooked old man who <laughs> on never springs. got uh, yeah on spring who never <laughs> got man. his own spin-off i don't think did he he well, did the yet. crooked man got a spin-off well i, I no I, I don't actually know but i mean you were sure, must at some point. Have they kind of have they calmed down with they that now? Because it was like okay, well, we'll put a new character in each of the Conjuring movies that will then is fated to get its own spin-off. So the nun hmm. got one, the, the scary nun yes. from the Conjuring two. Uh, the scary got nun one. got one. Annabelle um, got several. The, some uh, I, I remember someone telling me that at least one of them. I think was it good. might have been me, and it's not that it was good. It's the. I prefer the Annabelle comes home is about the daughter yep. being left at home as she always fucking is by the Warrens who go off, spend all their time neglecting their daughter and leaving her alone in a house full of possessed, dangerous artifacts. <laughs> and so the story of yeah. this one is they, they fuck off again to, you know, go and bother someone who, I don't know, that, Something spooky has happened somewhere, so we got to leave again. Sorry, kid. Uh, they go off, and she gets into all their cabinet of curiosities, you know, and starts unleashing every single demon that they have in this in this room. 
including <laughs> Annabelle and like in a sort of puppet master type. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and there's nothing original about the film, and it's not scary or anything. It's not particularly good, but it's just their daughter going, you know, in a house with that's going mental with all these demonic objects and stuff. Um, well, that's, that's probably why I watched however much I watched of the hmm. second one because I probably thought I don't want to see the first one. <laughs> I have heard reasonably good things about the second one and then I've heard this about mm. the third one so that's probably what I was trying to do but I never made it very far into the second one uh, the second her. one I think is the one uh, the, the origins Annabelle Begins or whatever it's called Origin, Annabelle think, yeah, Creation yeah, is that what it's called? where they're Something on like, like a farmhouse that one's really crap it's really crap, but it, it's kind I of funny. I've read, uh, I must have read on Wikipedia about it or something, and the, the filmmaker seemed very, very like, no, this is true horror. I think he's uh, Spanish, maybe, or from some foreign country that made some well, sound sophisticated. And he was saying, no, I'm more interested in practical effects and eerie creepiness, and I want it to be about what you don't see rather than what you do see. And I'm like, well, that all sounds very good. But then you watch the film, and it's like, well, no, it's... You haven't done that. <laughs> Why talk about it? You haven't done it. Yeah. Well, it's that, it's that thing about, um, you know, directors not being yeah, very exactly. yeah. <laughs> when it comes to what their films do. Yeah. But the, no, the third one is only good because it's, so, it's the only one of the, the films which sort of brings any kind of attention to the fact that the Warrens are really terrible parents. Um, yes. Which, yeah... Uh, doesn't really get resolved in any way. She's just glad when they come home. <laughs> She's like, thank God, because, you know, all of these demonic, dangerous, murderous artifacts you've left me with uh, nearly killed me. So I'm glad you're back. Well, it's, it's, yeah, and there's probably a bit, if they're, they've probably, you know, warped her head with all the evangelical stuff as well. So maybe there was some of that thief in the night kind of rapture fear, like my parents are gone, they're never yeah. coming back. Yeah, no. I, I, and what's worse, these bloody Rubik's cubes are hissing at me. No, I always, I always felt guilty about, like, going, I went to see the, the first Conjuring in the cinema, and I always felt guilty about that. Like, well, I've just put some money in Lorraine Warren's pocket. Uh, but now Lorraine Warren's dead too, mostly. So um, presumably their daughter is getting some of this money, and I think that's fair enough. They probably put, yeah, yeah they probably put her through the fucking ringer. Yeah. yeah. Not that that has. Oh, sorry. I think you've uh, you've frozen. Yeah, I just got a thing saying. Um, that's bizarre. It did say camera stopped, but I don't know oh, why. Oh, this it is said spooky. That, or... This is eerie going on. So we've. Uh, this is Lorraine <laughs> yeah. Warren from Beyond the Grave saying, how dare you? Mm. Well, oh, yeah. anyway, that I don't need to see you to wrap it up. I do seem to yeah, have, but, uh, I can see a, a frozen version of myself looking quite Yeah, quite it does look rather sinister. Demonic. I would imagine there's a possession or two oh, going on there. I don't know, I'm sure if... I even seem to have like a cross on my head like Charlie Mann. Oh God, you do a lot. <laughs> Well, if this is indeed demonic activity, then surely it will do something to let us to let us know that it's present. 